Honey, the podcast. All right, we are back with another episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast. For everybody that has been listening since we started, we appreciate you guys. We hope that you are enjoying it. We see that downloads are going up and, you know, engagement's been great, especially on social media with feedback and things like that. So we really, really do appreciate you guys supporting us. Um, through this project and continue to download the new episode, share them with a friend, comment, send us feedback, um, and rate. Rating and subscribing also really, really helps. So if it's something you enjoy, uh, there are other people out there that will enjoy it as well. So thank you, honeybees. We appreciate you guys. Y'all are so awesome. And we're back to bring you more of the foolishness that you have grown to love, apparently. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Um, So lately we've been talking about, and Allison and I talk a lot about um, relationships in general. Our relationship, other people's relationships. um, We check in pretty frequently just about how we're feeling in our marriage, about communication, um, and the way that, you know, I think that one thing that we frequently check in with each other about is, are you feeling loved enough? Am I loving you in the right ways? And I think that that's something that we do pretty frequently. Would you agree? 100%. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like you initiate that a lot Mm -hmm. uh, more than I do because I don't think to ask because I'm just like, oh, I feel great. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember to bring it up all the time. And you're like okay, I just want to make sure, not that I don't feel this way, but just to make sure we're on the same page. And, you know, I'm just super just analytical of everything anyway, so I'm just like, I just want to make sure that all of the parts in the machine are well-greased and working properly and all that good stuff, and it's important. You know, I don't ever just want to be like, well, I'm doing great, so that must mean that everything's okay because I could still be falling short in some area and not realizing it until it's too late because... You know, you don't like to complain about anything, but if it's something I can catch ahead of time and you're like, well, I'm not real crazy about this. So, and I'm just like, okay, well, cool. Like, let's have a conversation and see how we can adjust that and make it a more, you know, where you are feeling loved. And I am speaking your love language to you. So something else that we do talk about a lot also has to do with like before we met the way that things were before versus the way that they are now oh before (laughs) oh the before um and just checking in about things like that something that I personally always feel a little bit weirded out by I don't ever want to put you in a mind space or in a mind frame where I am doing something that triggers you I don't ever want to like accidentally fall into a behavior or do something that you find to be a triggering behavior that kind of puts you back into a time that was not so great for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do a good job of that in general. And half the time I don't realize that something is triggering until after the fact. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that made me feel this way. And then you have to help me uncover why kind of process um yeah because for the most part i haven't always done a good job of unpacking those feelings Mm -hmm. most of the time if i'm feeling a certain way besides happy i just like put it away Mm -hmm. and you know just like shove it deep down in there and i don't want to bring it back up because it's not a happy feeling see and and i don't have time "Mm." for that shit because i'm just like i would rather it be a small 
something that we discuss, even if it makes us feel uncomfortable in the moment versus it being something that, again, because, you know, it's kind of like an evaluation, like if you're at work and you're performing in a way that your supervisor, you know, like I've been in that situation before, um, shout out to this individual, she's the worst, Um, (laughs) but, you know, kind of going through something where you maybe doing something and you don't have a chance to change it until it's like, well, you know, the sound of your laughter is absolutely the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And this other list of very vague things that I can't give specific examples for, I don't want it to fall into this ambiguous space where it, it just becomes, well, it, it irritates, I'm irritated and I don't know why I'm irritated instead of just like, you seem annoyed. Can we talk about like, let's rehash and figure out what it was about that that triggered this annoyed response? Because I can pick up on that energy right away. Right. And be like, let's, you know, kind of work backward and figure out how we can move forward with this. Let's figure out kind of where it took a left and how we yeah. need to get it back on track again. Well, it, and for me, I've never experienced that before either, mm-hmm. where I've felt safe enough and secure enough in my relationship that if I didn't like something that it was okay to express Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Whereas before it was like, and it wasn't, I had to grow a lot as well. It wasn't just the other person to, to feel comfortable enough to do that. And still even now, a lot of the times you have to be like, okay, but why? Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, because uh, I just feel really uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and I like my biggest fear is hurting your feelings mm-hmm. and making you feel sad or less than or anything yeah. or, you know, not worthy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm always very careful about the way that I mm-hmm. go about it too. So just because of some of your previous history with family and stuff like that growing up uh it just makes me very like hyper aware of the way that I'm I'm doing things so yeah but still I mean you can still come to me about that because the difference in some of those other types of situations is I know it's coming from a place of love and that it's not coming from a place of like familial obligation I know that you love me so I know that if you are presenting something to me in a way that's like I don't like this it's for the betterment of our relationship and not just to tear me down True. I'm usually not going to be like, honey, you're just such a bitch. Right. You're the fucking I worst. I save that I for special occasions. Fucking, yeah, just usually my birthday. Um, <laughs> I hate you. You're doing a terrible job. No, you just always, you know, come to a... And then I can also recognize, like, I'm annoying. Like, I get it. Like, I do annoying shit on purpose sometimes. Oh, so, like, you're I the get biggest it. pest. It is so much fun. But, I love uh, it. I swear to God, you and my father are, are just like it's two our peas in a thing. pod. We love it. You like to just poke, 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 poke. And I'm kind and nice about it until all of a sudden I'm just like, stop. Yes. And, and you're kidding. So much like your mother to where like y'all are both like you don't want to ruffle feathers. You're very much the diplomats. You're very much like (laughs) we don't want to ruffle anybody's Uh -uh. feathers or and we don't, you know, want to cause any disruption or anything like that. Mm -mm. But you're really, really getting on my nerves. And then, you know, it can like blow up eventually. But half the time, like, I think it's cute. Y'all hear how her voice sounds like it's just that (laughs) but angry. It's adorable. (laughs) And that makes it worse. I know. Because then she'll just smile at me. I'm like, you need to stop smiling. I'm angry. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Angry babe. Mm. Mm. 
I love you. <laughs> I love you too. You're, you're fucking annoying sometimes. I know, that's what you're just like, oh, you're so cute. I can't stand that. I'm like, no, yeah, but you're I'm usually cute. Usually, just like, I can't stand you. See, oh, I can, I can't I can, stand like, you. I, oh, queen, hold a grudge over here. Like, I can hold a grudge for as long as, like, I Mm-mm. will drop the grudge when I decide. See, that yeah, this you is do. done. No, and I. Allison is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've been mad for three minutes, and that was two minutes and thirty seconds too long. Like, I'm, no, I'm done. I just, I'm over it. I'm, I just don't. <sighs> Being in that that mindset, and it, I feel it like in my soul, mm-hmm. like, and it causes me such anxiety, mm-hmm. and like just these negative feelings, and I don't like it, and I if I can't control it, then mm-hmm. I why stress over it? Yeah. At that point, that's kind of my mentality. Like, well, I can't fix it. Let's talk about it, and then just move on. That's like a tool that my therapist was actually talking about was that'll be one of the things that we kind of work on when we've been talking about Hmm. establishing boundaries and I forget what the method or what the technique or whatever Mm it's called but it's it's basically just like learning to accept the things that you can't change or control. Right. And I was like that that's a weird concept because you know it's just like I like to have a degree and I think that most people do because it's what makes us feel safe yeah is you know having control over the situation instead Ooh. of just being like this is this person this is their situation yep. this is what they have to deal with we just yep. have to leave that for them to figure out and I can just I have a decision to make as to whether or not I want to be a part of that not be a right. part of that and how involved I want to be in it. Right. And I think that that's also where it comes into play. Like I need to vent about things Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly, but I'm not going to harp on it. Mm -hmm. Like usually I'll vent about it to you, maybe Mm -hmm. one other person or to you one more time. Mm -hmm. And then, Let's move on because right. I can't do anything about it. So right. I might as well just focus on something else. Whereas I am like the opposite where I'm just like, I need to talk about it. I know you're probably getting irritated about this, but I think that it's talking about it and hearing it and saying it is helping me to process it. But yeah. I can also understand how I feel like maybe it's almost like someone with like obsessive compulsive disorder being aware of like ritualizing, mm. but they can't stop doing it. Because it's like a part of the process. They don't feel right. They can't settle until it's like, you know, and I'm not equating that to that. I'm just saying just the habit of having to do something repetitiously for some sense of satisfaction or for some sense of peace. Yeah. And I think for you, just talking about it in general helps Mm -hmm. you to figure out how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. why it made you feel that way and, and that sort of thing. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a process for you in order to move on mm-hmm. whereas for me I'm just I need to to be mad about this for a second mm-hmm. and then it's not a process for me I already know how I'm feeling about it mm-hmm. for the most part right unless like something's completely shook me you mm-hmm. know what I mean like at that point or if I get mad over, over something or I snap and I don't know why I snapped mm-hmm. then it takes me like two to three days to figure out the why behind it mm-hmm. but usually if I'm just like kind of if I'm annoyed or frustrated, it's a completely different process. I just need to vent about it and then it's over and we move on. Yeah. So, and how has that kind of played a role in like previous relationships just with that? Like communication seems like it's paramount. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, communication is definitely paramount, but (laughs) But just somebody understanding. Um, I, I never took the time to understand other people's, um, the way that they receive love or their communication style or anything mm-hmm. um, before I did to a certain level, but not the same level that you and I are on by mm-hmm. any means. Um, and I also couldn't, 
I had a hard time putting myself in their shoes. The empathy mm-hmm. there uh, just wasn't like a full-on thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when I would be done being upset about something in 2.5 seconds, and then the other person would still be angry about it for like a week or two weeks or bring it back up in later fights or something. Right. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, this is done and over. This is already happened. Like, you it's called sandbagging, <laughs> where it's just like you're like addressing one issue right. and you continue to fill oh, that right. sandbag with like past issues and stuff. And I think we do a really good job of just like, We've already hashed this out. This is resolved. Like, yeah. it's done. Yeah, And if it's something that recurs, I'm not just like, you, like, two weeks ago, da-da-da-da-da. It was just like, no, like, this is, what What do we need to do to, like, revamp? Because I feel like we're, like, revisiting this topic or this issue a lot, and something about it isn't working. I'm always, like, focused on the, instead of just like, yeah, 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 how do we fix it? Because <laughs> I don't like to feel, yeah, yeah, I don't like Mm-mm. it. I don't like to feel like a nag. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I'm just like, let's, this didn't work. Well, how let's else go do back we to the drawing to... board and figure out how the... we can right. adjust it. Right. So I yeah. think like in my previous relationships, that played a really big toll because mm-hmm. I always felt like uh, I could be walking on eggshells, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I never wanted to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing because then like they would be angry about it forever mm-hmm. and then bring it up later on and always use it as a weapon yeah you know and I I was never like that and so it was really hard for me to to comprehend that mm-hmm. um plus the diplomat in me like I never I always just want everybody to be happy right and I know that's an unrealistic like expectation mm-hmm. but I still would just rather everybody be happy yeah. and so when they weren't it was hard for me to know what to do next and I you know it goes back to the eggshells thing I was always like well I don't know what, do, what what do I need to do I need to buy you something to make mm-hmm. you to gain your love back almost right, you know what right. I mean it just it those relationships weren't healthy on either side yeah. and uh it was looking back on it, it was very apparent in the moment um, I was like, no, full-heartedly in love. Like, this is exactly what love is supposed to be like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you're talking about that, tell me what, okay, what, how do you describe, like, the in love, being in love feeling? What does that mean to you? How do you, how do you know when you're in love with somebody and that they are in love with you? Oh, that's a loaded question. Right. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> you see, when two people love each other, no, uh, I feel like it felt very different with you. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like super cliche, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely true. Like from the, the get go, you and I just had a different dynamic mm-hmm. to our relationship. Um, like with my first girlfriend, it felt like initially we both were very much so speaking the same language, mm-hmm. uh, and on the same level, but then some, somewhere there was a disconnect and my love language stopped being spoken and like, we just weren't communicating in the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with like the second one, it, it was, <laughs> I felt like it always felt like she was held the reins of our relationship Mm -hmm. and that I initially I thought that we were on the same playing field Mm -hmm. um but then it always seemed like I was trying to do whatever I could not 
I felt like I was doing whatever I could not to lose her. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I, there, I think the, the way that I see it the most is like my friends and family mm-hmm. talking about the differences. Cause mm-hmm. like in those relationships, they never saw my significant other, uh, express their love towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, in a positive manner or fashion mm. and nearly as much as with you like for, with you from day one they were like oh <laughs> we get it so I don't know it's just always been very different like I always feel like you and I are very much so on even playing fields no there's no one like on top of one another mm-hmm. unless it's sexy time but there's no one <laughs> <laughs> like we are we are equal partners so you feel in this. like my partner instead of like my subordinate or like Correct. Yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah. to like chase me yeah like and that's oh that's a good one mm-hmm. I, that's exactly how I felt in my last relationship mm-hmm. I felt like I was always chasing her mm-hmm. Um, to try to keep her, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it just, it, it didn't It seems work. like that would be super, like, like you would just be constantly riddled with anxiety, worried, like, from one day to the next. Like, what is this going to be like? Is today going to be the day? And it, it kind of was. <clears throat> um, I wouldn't say a daily thing, but uh, it, it definitely felt that way. The ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I could do one, depending upon the day, I could do one little thing that just set her off, and it, it just ruined the whole day, yeah. and uh, it just, it wasn't a fun time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and also, that part was being kept a secret for so long, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, and that really played into my mental state. And oh, I'm sure being in, in not a great place. So not so. only are you, you know, having to chase this other person, but constantly being met with, like, you're not worthy because, yeah. you know, you're not somebody, I don't need to acknowledge you in this way. It's not important. It seems like yeah. that would really downplay the relationship, which would make your effort seem even more futile, I would imagine. Yeah. So, okay. So naturally, I stayed in that five years. Naturally. Because <laughs> what, what else are you supposed to do? But what about, what about in your relationships, though? What, uh, what do you, how did you know you were in love well, just in general, like, I like lists. So, oh. like, love for me oh, is just, well, I mean, you know, okay. So, being understood, somebody understanding how to communicate with me, and somebody that I can, like, be silly with. Like, I always feel like, I, this is what I always say, and you know this, but for you guys that are listening, um, I'm always just, like, when I was little, I used to think that, like, being an adult, you would just, like, feel this way, and you're just, like... This is what adulthood feels like. And I'm going to tell you guys a secret. All that adults are is like little fucking children that grew to be big enough to fit into their parents' clothes. That's it. I feel like we're all still just like these tiny little people on the inside. Like we're still little babies that are learning everything. Ooh. We're still experiencing new things. It's never oh, going to stop. So you, can, you can be a 90-year-old person and still be like this child. It was always very important to me to be with somebody that could embrace that childish, you know, like your inner child, like that childlike spirit mm-hmm. um, that like wants to laugh, that playfulness, yeah. you know, like I never wanted to be with somebody that felt like in a, okay, like, not, like, okay, I'm not a pedophile, you guys, like this is going to sound really weird, but like, I never wanted to like be with somebody that like felt like a grown up, you know what the, I mean? The, so you didn't want to be with somebody that uh, like their energy was just always super serious. Yes, yeah, no. No. 
wouldn't want to be with somebody that looked like they would like wear a suit to bed. I don't have time for that. So those are things that are super important to me. And then just like, I mean, like, but of course it would be other things like sexual chemistry, physical chemistry, um, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously being attracted to the person, what it is that they wanted out of life, them being ambitious, having drive, being able to support me because I've always kind of felt like this (laughs) narrow path down this, like I feel sometimes like almost like a type of like not envy maybe it's like a good like combination between like envy and like admiration because your diplomacy and that part of you makes you so good at what it is that you do that like if you wanted to move around and do anything adjacent to that you have got this skill set and a personality combination that you have like a lot of different options for what it is that you would want to do, but still in an environment that would make you feel comfortable. Yeah. I feel like my personality type and the talents and stuff that it is that I have and the way that I think (laughs) kind of pull me in a lot of different directions. I am just not one of those people that could be like a corporate person. I Mm -mm. feel like you like the fact that, you know, somebody gives you parameters and then within those parameters, you have creative control over how you want to execute those things. Yeah. You get along with people. You like to do that. You enjoy the challenge of being told no and turning it into a yes versus where it's just like, I feel like I like to... (laughs) like when you think about like the hippies that are like on the bus and it's a lady with like glasses and like sticks in her hair and like her bun and she's just got on like a smock with like paint all over it that's you that's like my inner self (laughs) like I feel like where it's like I'm just like loopy and thinking about like all these crazy things and that's really difficult to hone in into somebody else into a career path where somebody else is the one to tell you like okay like like I, I want parts of this, but I yeah. don't want all of this. No, and a lot of times it seems like you feel like trapped or suffocated mm-hmm. in that because it is too and it much seems structure like I for get you. Like a five to six month period before I start to completely criticize everything because it's just like if you want that part of me and you want me to be like hyper vigilant about structure and things like that I'm gonna tear every little thing apart I will tear management apart I will figure out all the ways that you're inadequate and the ways that it could be improved and the ways that I could do it better and things like that but ultimately that's not what I would want to do for a living I just don't understand how these people are the ones appointed for what they do yeah and I feel like and I've told you this a bunch of times Mm -hmm. like y'all she has this she has a, a notebook full of just ideas of how, like, different business ideas, different creative ideas, and all these different things. And I keep telling her, I'm like, one of the, like I just have this feeling one day it's just going to stick. Something's going to stick. Yeah. And you'll be the one, you know, bringing in all the dough, and I can just lay back and be a right. housewife or something. Right I don't now, know. She, she, she would be I wouldn't be a good a housewife. Shit housewife, though. I'd be a terrible... <laughs> I could hire someone else there to do go. all of the work of a housewife, and then I could... She would hang out with the puppies. Still go to work. Oh. So you would still go to work. Like, you would not want, you no, would not want that. No, I would, but I would, yeah. Ultimately, like, that is what it is that we want to do is have, you know, to where both of us are feeling fulfilled. Because you love what you do for a living. And yeah. you kick ass at what you do for a oh, living. thanks, babe. I would never want to do your job. No. I would be excited about doing your job for six months, and I would be ready to, like, 
scream. Uh, I would just be I like, don't even I, think it would be it, six not months. Not even six months. I would just be like, I feel like after a month, you'd be like, forget this. This is too much. Too mm-hmm. many and politics. See, and she's I like got that. to like dress business professional. Her tattoos have to be covered. Like, and I'm like, yeah. ugh, this that's, is this that's is the only awful. part of my job that I really don't enjoy. Meanwhile, I'm just like, when we finally get to where we have to get like a hiring staff, like, I just want like the, I want the, you know, people with modifications, like covered head to toe in tattoos with like neon green. I just want to create a space and an environment where people feel comfortable being who it is that they are. And I want for those people to be a reflection of who we want to engage with and who we want to, you know, whose patronage we want to earn, you know, and I don't think that, I think we're kind of turning the leaf, especially generationally where, you know, I mean, that that's what people look like. Right. You know, all of us have a million tattoos. Uh, you know, a lot of us are choosing to go, you know, take the route of, you know, entrepreneurship instead of, you know, going to university. We can save the whole college debate for a whole nother day because I got we got some opinions on that. But I don't know. I feel like your love for others um, has to do with that, too. Like you have really high empathy. Mm-hmm. Um High empathy, towards, low threshold for bullshit. I yeah, don't like bullshit. No, 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 no. So, but I feel like that that plays into your relationships too. So, that I, I kind of want to rein it back in. Like, what? How do you feel like you best receive love? Like, how do you need people to communicate that to so, you, okay. or feel appreciated? Okay, so then we're just, we're gonna segue in here. So, what we're trying to get at is the five love languages. So, if you guys have not read the book, it's called Five Love Languages. So that's the number five love languages, and it's by Gary Chapman. And what it is that he's done essentially is break down the way that you show love and receive love into five different categories. Um, those categories are acts of service. Acts of service can be Um, I enjoy, you know, when my partner does the dishes for me, takes out the trash, does chores around the house, washes my car, washes my car, makes the bed, makes the bed, does something for They go to Walmart. Um, they do something to show me that they appreciate me, or this is something that I do mm -hmm. for them to show that I appreciate them. So that was acts of service, physical touch. It's exactly what it sounds like. Hugs, kisses, affection. It's not always sex, but it can be sex or what leads Mm -hmm. up to sex. Um, Close proximity. Close proximity. So it's just got to be when you're in bed, you cuddle, you're holding hands, um, they're doing dishes, you just walk by and touch their butt, they want to hold hands (laughs) in public, you know, just some type of physical engagement. That's the way that you show your love. Um, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. So, so by saying, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you doing this, or thank you for doing this, or uh, you look really pretty today, or I really like your butt, or I love you, or all sorts of things just to affirm that, number one, like, I see that you've done this, I appreciate you, you look nice, like, compliments, uh, all, all that whole nine yards. Did I cover that one pretty well? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I'm proud of you. Oh, is I'm proud of you. Good thing. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I appreciate you. You know, your value. Yeah. You know, just talking about somebody's valuation to your life or to their life or yeah. um, a situation that you're involved in. Um, quality time. Quality time. I'll let you explain that one because uh, 
Okay, quality time. And this one, I guess it can vary. Like maybe quality time is on a spectrum for some people. Um, quality time, the way that I understand it, has to do with time where it is you and your partner or partners um, being engaged with each other, doing something together. So um, for me, quality time would not be like us sitting down in the same room where like both of us are on a cell phone and the TV is going in the background. That's not quality time to me. But if we, you know, are engaged and like sitting together and we're interacting with one another, um, you know, watching something on TV, watching a movie, um, if playing we a game. go to a movie, play, we love board games, mm-hmm. um, playing cards together, going for a walk, going for a hike, um, sitting down doing this together. podcast, um, yeah. you know, counts as quality time for us because we yep. sit down, you know, we're having a conversation while we're in here together. So that's quality time. Yep. And the last one is gifts. Yeah. So, uh, if if your love language is gifts, then uh, you really enjoy your partner. Yes, yeah. specifically. So your partner, um, you like for your partner to bring you something back when they go on a long trip, um, or if they stop at the gas station. Hey, I picked this up thinking about you. Or um, like Tiffany did today, I needed a new hair dryer, and I've needed one for a, the longest time, but I just never think to get one. And she came home and was like, "Oh, I have a gift for you," and it was a new hair dryer, and I was like, "Oh." And it's like a really um, fancy hair dryer. I was like, where did you get this damn hair dryer? And I found one. <laughs> it's really cute. And I was like, oh, uh, no, see, nice. there you go. Um, so yeah, just it doesn't have to be anything, um, you know, extravagant. It could be something small, or for some people, it does have to be extravagant. It's it on just a depends. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's another spectrum thing. So, um, or if your that is your giving love language, then you like to do all those things for mm-hmm. your partner. So, um, those are the five. Yep. And uh, so what would you say that you're receiving love languages are? We'll go top two. So my, okay. So you can also go to this website, fivelovelanguages.com, and you can actually take the quiz for this. So when you just go and take this pretty general quiz, what it it comes back with is, you know, you can, the highest score you can get is 20. You can have more than one. So I've got two that are always tied and that's words of affirmation and quality time for me. Okay. So, and that's your receiving, correct? Yes. Okay, so I need to tell you that you're pretty. I need to tell you that I appreciate you, that I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, those kind of things. And, and another then, really big thing that falls under words of affirmation uh-huh. is when you support a decision that I make. Okay. And you are vocal about that. That okay. makes me feel really, really good about, like, Can I support you. Can you give me an example? Um... Especially if it's through something difficult. So, like, the situation that we had when we were at Fish Market, when that lady was like, here, mom, like, sit on top of this person. Oh. And I was like, I feel like I need to address this. Yeah. And I did address it. And just, you know, you didn't need to say anything or anything like that. But after the fact, I was just kind of like, did you think that that was, like, bad? Did, and you were just like, no, I think that you handled that in an appropriate way. You know, yeah. you felt, you know, strongly about that or whatever. Like, I support. What did, yeah. You know, and you didn't yell of, or anything. No. So you, you addressed it accordingly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anytime that, that like I go and especially if it's something that I feel I might have an adverse reaction to where I kind of second guess mm-hmm. just that extra, you know, affirmation right. that I'm not nuts, you know, yeah. that it was justified and things like that gotcha. also weigh heavily for me. I gotcha. So what is your um, version of quality time then? Like, what do you need quality time-wise in order to feel loved? See, I love doing our podcast. I like it when we, like, 
even though like we're not like together when we kayak but if we like branch off for a little bit and come back together and hang out and listen to music hold or on. just laugh <laughs> hold and... hands like little sea otters <laughs> we do or um you know like we race or just anything that's engaging so when we play cards when we were in costa rica like i feel like that was like a whole two weeks of quality time yeah it was um except for those freaking nine hour long car rides but that's for another day um but <laughs> we had to you know we walked everywhere you know just yeah. even getting up spending that time together we had breakfast together we yeah. weren't on our phones it was just us being engaged with one another and interacting with right. our environments together instead of you know it's still still of course going to be two separate things but and you know my favorite day is a day we did not spend any money. We did, you know, it was the day that it rained all day and we were at the beach all day. Yeah. And we just walked, you know, that mile, you know, the few miles of beach that we were on. Like that mm-hmm. was my favorite day of the whole trip because we were just walking and on the rocks and looking at things and taking pictures and, yeah. you know, just talking. And even though it rained, it was still really warm. And I mean, like that is like yeah. primo quality time for me. I gotcha. It was great. What about um, your... So I'll tell you my receiving yeah. ones, and then we'll talk about giving. So I think my top two receiving uh, are physical touch. Um, so I, <laughs> I really just need you to, like, give me hugs on a regular basis mm-hmm. or, like, when you walk past me, like, just, like, brush your hand across <laughs> my back, like, like little kisses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily always want that in public because sometimes like public displays of affection even though my love language is physical touch makes me feel uncomfortable but like just the small things of holding hands someplace or you know and it doesn't always have to be sex like you said Mm -hmm. um, but that definitely makes me feel connected when we do have sex so um and then the second one was quality time but i So the thing that I don't like about the quiz Mm -hmm. is that when it asks you these questions, it pins one love language against another, Mm -hmm. and you only get two options. Like, you get a bunch of bunch of different questions, but there's two options for each, each question that you answer. And some of the times I was just like, eh, or like... I would feel strongly about both of them. Mm -hmm. And so quality time for me, like I really, really, really enjoy spending time with you, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to, we don't even have to be doing anything. Like you said, um, quality time for you means like does not. Yeah. yeah, It means we're, we're doing an engaging activity. Whereas for me, it can be us sitting on the couch, watching a TV show. We don't talk to each other, but we're in the same room. That makes me feel fucking trapped. Cause I'm just like, I, I can know, be doing something I know, else. but, and then it, but it also <laughs> ties back into the physical touch for me because we're just within close proximity. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like like it's a catch 22 like I could be with you literally all day every day and be perfectly content Mm -hmm. doing whatever Mm -hmm. um but so yes the spending time together is very very important but Mm -hmm. I think it's just the proximity that's most important to me so um yeah but how do you how do you um how do you show your love though because I feel like those Two things are very different. Yes. So um, showing love definitely would be uh, my number one is acts of service. So I, you know, and even lately, you know, we've kind of had a discussion about acts of service and just kind of like how everything 
thing that I do that is an active service is not necessarily an active service for you. <laughs> so I really, really like a clean house. I like a clean car. I like order. I like organization. I like lists. I like it when everything has a place. Those things. And I like clutter. She does not give a shit. She is like whatever. Like the house is not on fire. The dogs are fine cool like whatever and I'm just like no like the towels are not in the right place and like there's computers on the coffee table and we have like a designated area for the computers and the tablets to have like instead of yeah whatever I'm neurotic I know it's fine um so but things that like I would do for you is just like if you know I take your car and like go and get it washed or something like that because again like it's just Mm -hmm. it's nice and I feel like you deserve to have like a nice clean comfy car to you know go in or even if you don't have the time or you don't think about Mm -hmm. it when you go on business trips and like um, how you couldn't park your car in our garage because we had like the kayaks and stuff yeah. up and we still had a lot of stuff. So taking the time to like clear out the garage and get the kayaks put over on the side and everything so that, you know, you'd be able to have that even though you don't use it, but you could if you wanted to. Um, See, and sometimes I don't realize that, but I feel like I've, I feel like it's taken me a while to adjust to that mm-hmm. because that's not the way that I receive mm-hmm. um, love. And so like, for instance making the coffee every morning yeah so she makes my coffee every single morning almost every single morning morning. and uh the very first time that she did it like she had been watching the way like almost like stalking me a little bit the way that i make my coffee in the mornings and so she went to make my coffee and i was like no i can do it and my thought was i don't i didn't want to put her out like i'm very capable of making my own coffee like you don't have to do this for me uh, and she got so upset with me and she was like, fine, make your own damn coffee and like stormed <laughs> off. And I was left in the kitchen, super confused. Like, I don't know what just happened. Like, uh, and then we had to discuss it for a second and like for me to come to a realization that she was trying to show me love. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, and that one time, like then you have a cold and somebody had like brought you Robitussin or something at work. It was our friend Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Is the nicest person in the world, and so I literally had a cough. This it was, was terrible. Way before I met her, yeah, it was way before she met Candace and knows how knew how awesome she was. So <laughs> awesome, it's fine. Awesome. So knew how awesome she was. So uh, Candace brought me <laughs> cough syrup while I had a training class, and. Uh, then <laughs> I text Tiffany just to be like, "Hey, Candace brought me <laughs> Robitussin." And she was like, "Who the fuck, Who the fuck Candace? is Candace? <laughs> Why is she bringing you cough medicine? <laughs> she, she better watch her back." And I was like, "Oh, she, okay. Well, she was, oh, um, she was just being nice. Like I asked her to get it from." Okay. I was like, don't nobody else need and to be bringing you no damn cold medication. I was just super You don't like, need that. I, Pour I it out. I didn't Pour get it. Pour it out. You're going to have, have a cold today. So that's, that's definitely been an adjustment. <laughs> um, you also do a really good job with words of affirmation. Like, I didn't think that I really needed that, mm-hmm. but uh, I do enjoy the the uh, daily affirmations that you give me. And it's just small things. Like, you look really pretty today when I'm going to work or your outfit looks good because, uh, you know, I do a decent job of picking out my own outfits, but a lot of the time Tiffany picks them out for me because she does a great job with that. <laughs> um, and, and combining things that I wouldn't have thought to come. Anyway, so just small things like that, or you do a really good job at work or whatever it may be. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think that I needed that cause I thought that I was self-sufficient with that, but it, it, has definitely boosted my confidence, especially from my last relationship to to here, is not a complete 180, but very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, So to have that and to feel like 
you like me <laughs> is, uh, is a nice change. Like yeah, you tell me that you like something about me or, you know, my butt, whatever it may be. I just like you. I yeah. say that to you all the time. Yeah, so you do a good job with that. I feel just like, because two people are married and in love does not yeah. mean that they like each other. Truth. So the only thing that I feel like we, or the only, like, love language that you and I just don't, address it all or really do is typically gifts with the exception of today <laughs> like we just gifts aren't I like hate a... shit i think shit is stupid <sighs> we can shop for ourselves if there's something that i want just let me buy it you can yeah. give me the money to do it Christmas is a stressful time for me for this reason. Please do not buy me things. Yeah, I don't want anybody to spend too like, much money. It's ob- ob- obligatory gifts are a different matter. Mm-hmm. But for me, that was one of my, like when we first met, that was definitely one of my uh, giving love languages. Mm-hmm. I would love to just like bring you flowers or like... Um, I would, I would try to like buy you things. I like to pay for everything. Mm -hmm. Like that was just, I like, I enjoyed doing that and you did, you did a good job of accepting it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes I would get like, I noticed like your face wasn't like super excited and I'd be kind of confused for a second. And then it, so I feel like my brain works very similarly to a man's brain sometimes Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, I got you this. Why aren't you happy about it? Um, I'm like, because I don't like things. I would rather just hang out. (laughs) Yeah. And so it took me a minute to be like, oh, because in my last relationship, gifts were a big part of it. Uh, Like a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And so like that was a complete 180 for me Mm -hmm. to like you were like no I'm an independent black woman and I can do all my own stuff Uh, and I was just like oh and you remember how stressful it was when we finally did start like talking about like combining finances like I was so resistant I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to have to like use your money for anything. Yeah, because like, I kept being like, it's no, it's our, it's our money. And she was like, no. And I'm like, but you have so much more of it than I do. And I don't want to use it. And now I'm just like, child, it's all my money. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, she, she asked me yesterday. You asked me yesterday. Like, what if, um, like, what's something that you just want for yourself? Mm-hmm. And I just sat there for a minute. And I was like, Shh. I don't know. We got all the musical instruments that I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got all the electronics that I want. Mm-hmm. We got we got more than enough puppies. Like I don't need any more so dogs. And those are like my top three things: electronics, mu- <laughs> musical instruments, and puppies. Like that's. <laughs> so I was like, I really don't. I can't think of anything that I just want. Yeah. Uh, I feel very happy and content with what we have. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the giving gifts isn't, that was mine. Yeah. Um, and I feel, I, I feel, I don't know my other giving love languages off the top. Like I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, maybe I need to ask her, what do you feel like my giving love languages are? You're giving love languages. Hmm. I feel like you've been doing a lot of acts of service. Yeah. And... Mainly just because I know you like the clean, you like a clean house. So I try to make. Well, not just the clean house. I mean, like you do, like you have stepped up. Like you always do the laundry now. Like I don't remember the last time I did just laundry all day. You you don't like it. I mean, I don't enjoy it, but I do it. No, you also really hate going to Walmart. 
you so, go on the uh, yeah. grocery trips and you stop and we'll like pick up dinner yeah. on your way home. Like those are the things that you do the most. And I appreciate all of those things so much because they're never things I want to do. I never want to do any of that <laughs> shit. Never. Um, see, and I don't mind it if I'm already out. See, and I'm just like, I'm already out. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Like I mm-hmm. like to like go to Walmart when Walmart is what is on my to-do list for the day. Mm. Or if there's not already a lot, like I don't want to go listen to people cry at work all day and then and then go to Walmart. Like, see, I just uh, I put my headphones in and I listen to a good podcast like Sweet as Honey. Or uh, no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Everybody like and comment and subscribe to the Sweet as Honey podcast. No, or listen to podcasts or an audiobook. Like I love listening to books on tape. I always see? made fun of my mom for listening to audiobooks in the We're car. Old now. And we don't now need the illustration I'm there. anymore because our now eyes are now old. I'm there. But no, I start to like I enjoy a solid book though, don't Same. get me wrong. And I like I love the way that books smell. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing, but I love the way that books smell. At the same time, I'm always I feel like I'm always in the car, especially like, mm-hmm. you know, with work I have to travel around all of Alabama and yeah. Florida panhandle, so I it just I don't know if you guys know this. It's really hard to read a book and drive at the same time. So, uh... Well, don't call the cops. She doesn't really try to No, I don't actually do that. Uh, so... (laughs) But to keep myself occupied, like, I used to listen to music a lot, uh, but then I would notice that I would get bored very easily. And so this, this helps me stay engaged with what I'm doing and not feel like, oh, my God, can I please get out of the car? Mm. So... It's a combination of all those things for me. I like to talk on the phone sometimes. I like to, I love, like, I love podcasts. Like, there are podcasts, like, as long as there are new episodes of that, like, I am, I will listen until I don't have any more of those to listen to. So I'm, like, caught up on everything. It always makes me sad. Right. Um, Same. And podcasts, audiobooks, and music. Yeah. Especially um, because, like, I like so many different genres of music. Yeah. I can create the weirdest playlist with the most random music. That's that's the that is the truth. That is the truth wholeheartedly. Oh, one hundred percent. So I feel like I don't know between back to the love languages thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like you do you and I do a really good job of being able to communicate each other's love languages mm-hmm. and making sure that the other's feeling loved. Yeah. Um, we also reread, because we had both previously read the five love languages prior to our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, like, very... Not, like, super early on in our relationship, but fairly early on in our relationship, we... So, <laughs> There's quite a difference between super early on and fairly early on. Yeah, by especially the way. when we were. Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. It's fine. So <laughs> we we both reread it, and I think that that really helped us build a strong foundation. It's our favorite tool. And yeah, like anybody and everybody that'll couple wise that'll sit down and talk to us. We're like, have you read this? Mm-hmm. Have y'all thought about this? Do, what do you think? What is if your y'all love language? Do you us do to this? Your weddings, like we'll talk the, about it. The yeah. book will be a part of your wedding. Yeah, if. yeah. Like one of my not the only thing. One but of my it'll sorority be a part sisters got married recently, and we gave her that and some. Um, some adult things. Some fun married people things. And also, didn't we get like a, a, we got them a Dutch oven. Oh, yeah, we did get a Dutch oven. I forgot about so, the Dutchie. Adult yeah. things all around. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, how do you feel like that has helped our relationship? I think that 
sometimes when you just simplify something and break it down and you it'll shape your brain to think about it in a way that maybe you wouldn't have before yeah so instead of giving it all of these really complicated phrases and really complicated ways to describe it it's just like oh like acts of service that's what this is and this makes sense for why I feel the way that I do and then also just having that really simple language to break it down to can kind of help you relate it to where it stems from yeah as well so yeah I I think I think you're right on that it Mm -hmm. also helps not only in our relationship but like friendships and like relationships uh, with your families and co-workers even like but the weird thing is like with my love language being physical touch I really don't like anyone besides you to touch me yeah like I'm real weird about hugs Mm -hmm. um I don't it makes me feel like I'll if somebody goes in to hug me first like I'll reciprocate but it's usually like a side hug and like a two pat something else that you like even though love languages are (coughs) well even though you okay Mm -hmm. need some water I'm good okay even though physical you know even if you don't want other people to hug you there are still like work appropriate ways to you love a good high five oh I do love a good high five and that still is something that would fall under that umbrella so I feel like hugs and that it's a really intimate type of physical touch versus you can have like an appropriate physical touch for people that you you. are not intimate with yeah I feel like I do a really good job with words of affirmation with people at work yep Um, but I also like figuring out the way that they um, need to feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. It's instead of being <laughs> their love language, is their appreciation language, yeah. right? Or what they need uh, at work. I like figuring all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun for me, especially because usually I'm dealing with somebody uh, newer, mm-hmm. and so they're new to the company or whatever it may be, and this is the first impression they're getting, mm-hmm. and um, you know. It, it's just a fun time. Yeah. It's the first time I've met them. I spend a week with them, and then I don't see them for a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, and how do you make that as impactful as possible? You right. know, I don't know. I think that's. And I don't think really that cool. anything could be more impactful and make you feel like you kind of belong or that you're in the right place as somebody. Even if it's not something that's super labor intensive or time intensive, just for somebody to have that in their itinerary to understand, yeah. oh, okay, well, this is what it is that this person needs, you know, in order to make them feel good and to make them right. feel appreciated and to make them engaged. Right. I'm going to make sure that I do that. That would be really, really meaningful to me, you know. Right. you remember when I first started, where it is that I am, he was very, it was a lot of words of affirmation yeah. and, you know, stuff like that, that it is that I got, I got a lot yeah. of praise and essentially that's what it is that I need to be happy in the workplace yeah I feel like in our relationship we do a really good job of just checking in and making sure that we're doing everything the way that we need to do it and and not only that but when the other person is when you are doing something for me or saying something or whatever it may be recognizing Mm -hmm. that you know which category it falls in to mm-hmm. be able to receive that yeah. you know um because like yours is very much so acts of service mm-hmm. and then mine is not mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like when I do clean up around the house because y'all I'm not good at it like it just I don't think to do it no but I'll be like um, oh honey thank you so much for letting the dogs out and feeding yeah, the puppies like and I doing do the need that acknowledgement and, and the yeah anytime I see something that has been moved cleaned adjusted right made pretty and I did not do it I make sure that I 
yeah. will tell you thank you for doing that with an acknowledgement of yeah. what it is and that I try to meet that with the way that you receive love yep. as well. And the, so honey, thank you for doing that. Do you yeah. want to kiss? Do you and that's when well and that's also when the words of affirmation really come into play because like I want you to acknowledge that I did this because yeah. I don't do it for me. Right. I do it for you. Whereas you, you're when you clean up around the house or whatever it may be, like you do it for everyone and by everyone, me and the dogs, yourself, like just because it needs to be clean. It's not specifically for anyone. It is you know? for me to not want to yeah. fight you. And I don't want to fight. I'd, I'd lose. I'd lose. It makes me anxious yeah. and I can't. But like, you know, I, you know that there are some nights it's just like just when too much is going on, like I can't sleep. Yeah. I can't rest. Like, I will just come home after, like, the longest day ever and not go to sleep until 11 o'clock because I just cleaned from yep. the time that I got home until yep. everything and if was I, clean. I, usually on those days, I come home after her, and then if I come home to her cleaning, I'm like, all right, we're just going into cleaning <laughs> mode. Let me change clothes, and I'll come help you. Like, And then I'm fine, and then I'm nice and normal, and then it's fine. But I'm just right. like, I don't, I, don't need no, I don't need no hugs and kisses right now. I'm busy. Right. I'm busy. Do you think that having the five love languages, like the knowledge of it and the maturity within yourself to, to, well, you've already, you, you were very self-aware, like from day one, mm. but do you think that having read that or having your significant other read that would have had any sort of impact on your previous relationships? Absolutely. I think that everybody should read that book, like not just take the quiz, but really read the book. Yeah. The real life examples that can really put those things into perspective even better than the quiz can. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because I think that, you know, again, it's, it's a tool and having the right, um, just the right words to put with what's going on instead of just like, yeah. we don't communicate well. Like communication does not just have to be, you know, y'all don't speak to each other in a way that you both understand. Right. Every, everything that you do, your existence is a type of communication. It could be, you know, when we speak, we argue, they, we don't understand that. We talk over each other. Somebody doesn't actively listen. Um, we don't communicate well. We you know, yell. We yell. Yeah. We're not having sex as often as we need to. Right. I feel like I'm making this very, very apparent because I'm cleaning up and doing all of this. They're not responding the way that I want to. All of that is communication. Yeah. So I feel like if you have yeah. the right way to categorize those things and to understand that that's what's going on, it can put a lot of that into perspective for people. Yeah. But of course, I wouldn't have known how to do that it would have been like a long ass conversation like this and if I was like 17 18 years old and I was <laughs> talking to a guy that I was dating he's gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about I don't they don't you know just emotionally we were just not in the right place and then yeah. of course 16 or 17 year old boy and it's just like well you know I just really don't feel like our communication styles are <laughs> they're just like what shut up like what are yeah. you we're going to Alabama or not like I'm trying to make sure that I get off <laughs> See, my I applications for college submitted oh by. Oh Lord! Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I didn't mean quite that far back, but yeah, all right, but still, you, just in you took it all the way. Well. So, but I feel like I don't know. Like my parents will have been married fifty years in August, and I feel like that this would have been a great tool for them to have, mm -hmm. even halfway through their marriage. Like, don't get me wrong; they clearly love each other. Yeah, but they also. Are sick of each other's shit, and you can and tell that it's just been like <laughs> oh, they they are set in their ways. Yeah. Their relationship is the way that it is, and you can tell that maybe they didn't have this type of tool to right. be able to differentiate that because I think the grooves, you know, like yeah. the rings around the tree, might be a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, granted, their relationship, you know, had had to change a little bit with yeah. uh, dad's health stuff, but still, like, I don't know. It just I would be interested. 
to have seen like their early relationship, you know? Oh yeah. Like just to be a fly on that wall, mm-hmm. just to like just to see them interact and communicate on a regular basis because right. I know how they do it now and the differences that I see now even from when I was a kid living at home with them, mm-hmm. you know, has changed a lot. So uh, I don't know. I just think it would it would be interesting. But you know, yeah. I'm very much so voyeuristic when it comes to same. other people's relationships. Oh, same, 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 same. Uh, That's our love, favorite. Yeah, we love to just figure out how you guys inter- interact with each other. Yeah. And, um, we would <laughs> we could sit down and talk about this literally all, all day, day long. long. So I don't know. I just think that it it would be really cool to have seen that, or yeah. even like my grandparents' relationships, like. My sisters, I, was, mm-hmm. I don't know, like even my parents, yeah. and just the way that you know, definitely what was your it parents about, yeah. you know, the way that they communicated that did not work. What was it right. about, you know? And then I'm all about, you know, getting like the history and right. what was your relationship with your mom like, and what was their relationship with their mom like? How did what kind of you know relationships did you see them growing right. up in? What was modeled for you, and right. how has that impacted you? Was yeah. that something that you follow? Is it something that you feel like you have to go against and really do the opposite of, like? All of that, yeah, factors into who, and that, oh, again, that goes back into us being like those little kids because it's just like in some ways we still are those people, right? Because we're so shaped by what it is that we experienced when we were 100%. little to figure out what we do now in these adult bodies, you know, which is like, right. do we continue down this path because it's familiar, or do we try to veer off because that was not so great? So let's try something else. Yeah, and I think that like. Early on in my my childhood, uh, up until like beginning of high school, like I felt like my parents were were partners for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, it, that's when their dynamic kind of changed, and like I my my mom kind of took the the lead, and then I felt mm-hmm. like my dad was kind of behind her mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and so I've always just seen like that strong woman personality, but mm-hmm. at the same time. My mom was very much so diplomatic and didn't like to rock the boat. And so she would always take his consideration or his feelings into consideration. So, um, or like his family's feelings into consideration. Mm -hmm. And that played a really, really big part. And then watching her mom, you know, interact with my grandfather Mm -hmm. like that. It, it, you're you're one hundred percent on point. Like it completely forms the way that you view relationships mm-hmm. and how you can communicate um, effectively, maturely, mm-hmm. and in a way that it doesn't negate what the other person's feeling. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just think it's really cool topic yeah. in general. And I like, agree. can we just? Like, do y'all want to like email us and let <laughs> us know about some things? Give us some background, give us some insight, let us dissect it, ask us for like advice. Tell us what y'all thought about the five love languages number one. Like, if you have not read it yet, go, go read, read it. it. <laughs> and then email us, send us a note, let us know if it put anything into perspective or into focus for y'all like it did for us because it felt like going to the eye doctor and they yeah. put you in that machine and it's kind of blurry and they're just like, does this look better or this look better? You're like, yeah. holy shit, it all makes so right. much sense but now. it doesn't even, like, but they, ha- you don't even have to be in a relationship to take this. Like, no, just no, 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 Because no. they have a singles one and they have one for people in a relationship. And, um... The book? Or just the quiz? No, the, the, the quiz. They the quiz. need to read the book. Well, read no, the book. read the book for sure. It's large but, print. It's not, yeah. it's not a, a no 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 read. and it's it's an, it's, it's an easy read like it's not it's not gonna no it's fine but but to be able 
to have this before you even enter into your next relationship will be so helpful. Oh my you can gosh, communicate. it's so great. These are my needs. This is what I need. This is what yeah. I show love. What do you usually right. do? And then that can be a great starting yeah, point. Yeah, it absolutely is. And not even that, just the way that you guys have to process how you're feeling and stuff mm-hmm. too. Like Tiffany, like we discussed this very much. So a talker, she has to talk out. You have to talk out all of yep. your feelings about everything. Yep. And like, I, I feel like as the receiving person listening to that, that we're going around in circles it's lovely Yorkie, uh, but we're not going around in circles. You're you're just trying to figure out why you're feeling right. that way. Versus me, if you try to get me to talk about it in the moment, I, like, I don't oh. know. My brain can't process that. But if you give me time to think about it, or especially to write it down, mm-hmm. a lot of the times it'll help me process it even better. And I didn't realize that's why I was yeah. feeling that way. And, and oh my god, there it is. We still use text messaging as yeah. a tool. We'll still write to each other like in journals if it's something. Mm-hmm. We have had those conversations where it's just like, us sitting here talking about this is not going to work. I'm going to, you know, remove myself from this, you know, from the room, from the area, whatever. I'll go out for a little bit and then I'll give you some space to where you feel comfortable to process and then she'll write it down or we can text and, you know. And it's never, the the only catch with that is that I never assume that your tone is negative in any Mm -hmm. form or fashion. Like, I always know that you have... Um, my best interest at heart. I also in say that to you a lot. Oh, one hundred percent. my tone of this is yeah. not. That's just that's just the only thing that I want to make other people yeah, aware of. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just because we use it as a tool, we know the way that each other speaks, right. and we know that it's not in a um, a combative form right. or any sort of negativity attached right. to it. Um, so because text messages, emails, uh, anything written, we there's apply no our own there's tone no to tone. it, right? There's no, like I've, I've misread a ton of different emails thinking that they had a tone to it when they didn't necessarily, mm-hmm. um, to the point to where like no matter, and I, I would type a response and no matter how I typed it, it, it had some sort of like the way I read it, mm-hmm. it had some sort of like tone to it, right. negative tone to it. So I would just end up calling that person instead and just mm-hmm. being like, Hey, Every time I type this up, <laughs> it sounded bad in my head, but I don't know. I think that it's super helpful. Go read the book, five, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. It's great. You can get it on Amazon, at your bookstores, wherever. Uh, Google your boat. Play. Google Play. Uh, it's in the Kindle app mm-hmm. on Amazon, or you can, uh, we ordered it on Amazon, so we would have a physical copy a physical as well. copy for the, for um, the couple that just got married. Yeah. Um, so go do that. I think it's super helpful, and it's definitely helped us to be able to communicate effectively yeah. and in a, a loving manner and to receive said communication in the proper way. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's perfect. All right, you guys, so I think that this is a good stopping point here. We have given you some homework, it sounds like. So go and check out that book. Like we said, it still works. It's still effective. Even if you are a single person, if you're dating, thinking about dating, um, just are curious about, you know, what's written in the book, we would highly recommend that. It was definitely a helpful tool for us. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, This is the, the fourth episode. Oh, look at us. Yeah, Um, (laughs) please make sure to comment and subscribe. Um, Comment, rate, subscribe, share it with a friend, Um, screenshot it at us, you know, sweetesthoney.love on Instagram, Um, sweetesthoneylove on Twitter. 
Um, and again, we are O Honey, so that's O H H O N E Y two zero one eight at gmail.com. If you guys want to leave us a note or y'all can DM us on Instagram as well. And we love you, honeybees, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, Bye y'all.